0: Hey guys, now I am way behind on the schedule. Um I actually um uh, used my phone irresponsibly and got my privileges um taken away. I mean I know you're probably asking why do you like, still let your parents control your life, just move out. Well, I'm a little too young for that, um, right now. Uh but anyway, so I am uploading two Funky Fridays one TV Tuesday, and one Memory Monday. And it is Punky Friday, my will spun, and my will got um, um, a TV or movie show review. And luckily for me, I just saw the new movie, Dune. Um, it's out in theaters if you wanna see it, and I highly recommend seeing it because it's a total, total, um, well, it's not a waste of money, I guess you could say. They you. It's called using your money. You're spending your money on something completely worth it. It's a phenomenal movie. Um, so, um, let's just start with, um, what's his name? Paul. So at the beginning of the movie, we get introduced to the year and kind of the setting and like what life is like. And we learn that spice is like the main, um, like the main object, like the main, um, Objective now is just to make spice and sell spice. That is like the key ingredient in everyone's life. Like spice is the most valuable thing you can have those days, I want to say. Um but so yes, it is in the future and we are introduced to the House of Hades and um yeah, and Paul is said to be the leader of the House of Hades once he is old enough. Um, And his father wants him to be, but Paul doesn't really know if he wants to be the leader of the House of Hades. And he's kind of coming across some self versus self right now. Um, And he's having um, him versus himself like a little self-conflict because he really can't decide if he wants to be who his father wants him to be because it's all that pressure on his shoulders and um he thinks he's weak and he thinks he can't do anything and then there is this scene also brief disclaimer there are spoilers ahead so if you don't want to hear spoilers you probably shouldn't be listening to this recording um but so he doesn't really know if he wants to but his mom and his dad who are kind of just together for paul or they seem to be together for paul um like both want him to be and his mom sets him up and he has to see this woman i don't really know a lot of the premise i wish they made the premise more understandable and more comprehensible because i really didn't know a lot what was going on um but his mom sets him up with this one lady who trained him And before I go on, can I just say that, um, there is this thing called the voice in this movie, in this setting, and it's basically where you get to control people. Um, like if you've ever seen The Darkest Minds, you know oranges can tell people to do stuff and they'll do it. That's what the voice is. They have to find this tone of their voice and it's like a power that each person has and when they use it, they get to control people with the voice. So, anyway, um, Paul's mom is named Jessica, and she can use her voice very, very well, like, phenomenal, and her trainer, or I don't even know what to call her, um, like, wants to train Paul and see what his potential is, and so they have this scene where Paul walks in to see the trainer, meet the trainer, and she tells him to put his hand in this box and takes, like, a kunai knife out of her or pocket or stocking or whatever it's kind of weird um and uh, puts it next to his neck and he told him what what's happening like what are you doing and she said remove your hand from the box and you die and he says what's in the box you said pain and he bears the pain of course and then him and um and then the trainer and jessica his mom talk later about how he could be the chosen one um, I say that with my fingers, um, bunny ear fingers, like, you know, going up and down, like, um, quotation marks, because, I mean, in every movie, there's got to be, like, a chosen one, you know? But anyway, so, Paul overhears this, and he's all confused, like, so confuzzled, um, because he has been having these dreams, and he's like, did they think it's because of the dreams? Like, what, did they think it's because I bear the pain? Like, I I bet more people can do that. He's kind of freaking out inside, having a mental breakdown. And, um, yeah, so he goes to bed that night. And since we're on the topic of sleeping, we're going to talk about Paul's dreams. Paul's been having dreams, like flashes, and he thinks they're going to happen in the future. Um, like, Paul has this friend named Duncan, and he sees him dead on the ground. And he has this vision of, um, a girl, and her eyes are very, very blue, and we call them the Femen, and they're women of the, like, desert, and they're very fierce, very good at fighting, and the Femen are basically this tribe of women that are in the desert, and they fight people, and more so, the desert is just their home, and they, like, basically protect it and live in it, and, you know, and they also ride sandworms you may be asking right. what sandworms are sandworms are these creatures that live in the desert they're larger than life um leech slash worms i'm sorry for that creaking in the background um i am adjusting on my bed but anyway um so yes they are um they're like a leech slash worm but they're like ginormous like larger than life extremely huge um like, their mouth is probably as big as, like, a football stadium, um, but anyway, so they ride on the sandworms, they're kind of, they're become one with the desert, and so the feminine play a big role in this movie for, um, some strange reason, well, we'll get to that later, but anyway, so there is this person named the Baron, and he is, um, and he rules the other house, I, I, can't recall what that name was, um, but he, but he rules the other house, and, um, he's like the richest in the whole galaxy, and he's very, very cruel because he has a lot, a lot of money, and so he can do whatever he wants, basically, because he can just pay his way out of everything, and let's be honest, the way they designed this character is mentally, physically, and visually disturbing. He's fat, He looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy. He bathes in Coca-Cola, and he's literally living in a sweatbox. So yeah, if that doesn't give you enough, I don't know what does because man, that um, that was a very disturbing image. Um, but anyway, um, so they're having trouble with the spice because Paul's father, who owns the house of trades. Uh, has to make spice in order to keep his house going or something like that, so he has to move locations where there's more spice, and it's into the desert, and it, the feminine are in the desert, and, well, they, it's like a little desert civilization, right, and the femen live right next to their little civilization, and they're kind of scared of the feminine because the feminine are very scary, or fierce, I should say, but anyway... So, they have to make spice. So, they send, like, these rollers out into the sand where there's a lot of spice that generate and um, filter the spice out of the sand. Um, But the problem is, is that sandworms are um, lured and attracted to rhythmic beats. And so, when the car or, like, filtration is rolling on top of the sand, the sandworm can hear them. And a lot of the times, the sandworm like, tries to eat or kill or destroy the machine, and so, one time, there was a sand run coming up, and Paul and his father had to save the people, um, on the roller, or the, uh, filtration roller, I guess I should say, um, Paul almost died, because she had a vision, um, so, yeah, this boy's kind of reckless, anyway, um, so, they have this War between. I don't even know. I don't. The premise of this movie is so confusing. Anyway, so they have this war between these, like, two houses. I think it, it has something to do with the Baron. But they have this war between, like, the Baron's men or something. And, like, them. And during the process. Oh, yes, it is the Baron. Yeah, but anyway. So during the process, Paul and his mom, Jessica, get captured by, like, the Baron's guards. And they're supposed to be brought to the Baron. Um, but. Paul is the only one, um, who has a, who doesn't have duct tape over his mouth, Jessica does, because they know that Jessica can use her voice on them, but Paul can't, and so Jessica, they have this little sign language, and language, like, with their hands, that they can do, and so Jessica tells him to use the voice, find your pitch, and so he tells them to untie her mouth, and at first, it doesn't work. He tries it a couple more times until the voice works. She unties the mouth, and then she uses her voice on them. They get, they hijack the plane, fly out into the desert, and they find camp. And they're kind of just running at this point. I don't even know what they're doing, but they're just out in the desert trying to get back. I don't even know if they're trying to get back, but they're just like roaming around in the desert trying to stay clear of sandworms. And the sandworm actually almost eat them, but they get on like land, like these sand rocks, and meet um, a tribe, um, they're not feminine tribe, but they're like feminine, they're men, but with like the same blue eyes, like the same cultural something, you know, I, I don't really know, I, I wasn't really following this movie, guys, (laughs) anyway, so they meet the tribe, and Paul, um, in order to like show his worthiness, he has to like kill one of the people in the tribe, like, because apparently that's what's worthy to the tribe, and so he kills like one of their best fighters, and everybody's like, Wow. And Jessica is like underestimated because she's a woman, woman and she's out of feminine. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> you know, just can't pronounce things today, apparently. Um, and so, anyway, she is underestimated by them and they try and fight her. And of course, she pins them down because she's underestimated by them and she's just a great fighter in general. And basically, the movie stops when. Um, so, basically, all. Paul's visions come true, he meets the girl that he saw in his vision, his best friend Duncan dies, um, and he is, like, running, and the movie stops when he's running around with, like, the tribe of boys, and he finds this tribe of feminine, because, like, the man tribe is friends with the feminine tribe, anyway, um, he finds the feminine tribe, and Starts like, hanging out with them, and he, and the movie ends when he starts seeing, when, like, he sees an idea of their culture. Like, there's this whole mo- kind of montage at the end where um, he sees a woman surfing on a sandworm, and he sees, like, a woman making food, and he's just like, wow, I've never been introduced to this culture before. And the movie ends with, like, one shot of his face after seeing their culture, I'm pretty sure, and it's just, like, kind of shocked. So, anyway, I'm just going to talk about a few things that I liked about this movie. Well, dis-and-liked. Um, so, one thing was I really enjoyed the um, camera quality. The camera quality in this is insane. I really liked the pace of the movie. I liked how it was laid out. It was very, like, it always, like, every scene left you wanting more. Um, But, yeah, that's what I liked about the like, the pace of the movie, and then the camera quality is amazing. Every image was clear, and the stuff that they would do, like, they would make a, they, they would, like, get a shot of, like, liquid, and, like, a little glisten would, like, run across, aclo- run across, sorry, guys, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm barely holding it together, okay, um, would, like, run across the liquid, and it's just the little things that made the camera quality so good. Like, they would get a shot of, like, sand um, running across, like, the desert in the wind, and it was just so phenomenal. Now, the character designs. Um, honestly, I saw this movie with my best friend, and we could not stop laughing at the character designs. The computer was hilarious. His eyes, ro- roll, his eyes would roll back into his head. Oh, my God, guys. Uh, I just can't do it today, you know? I just can't. Um, his eyes would roll back into his head and he would like calculate stuff and oh my gosh me and my friend could not stop laughing and at the beginning they show these um people in like white cloaks with like a red helmet and me and my friend could not stop laughing because the image that would come into our head was a bloody tampon and literally it was hilarious um and the women dressed in like black veils would have this like q-tip looking hat and we would be like, dang, she looking like a piece of charcoal over here. Just saying. Um, and, you know, the car- I mean, the the character designs were just so hilarious in general. I mean, they're creative. I mean, it's in the future. They're supposed to be futuristic and cool. But, I mean, I just can't help but laugh at some of the character designs, you know? And once you see it, you just can't unsee it. So, I just got to say. Um, but they have a lot of different technology in the future that I thought we wouldn't have. Um... I never thought that we would have, um, and it just makes me think about like what the future would be like because there are so much, so many, so many, so many books. Yeah, guys, I just, I, you know what? <laughs> you know. Okay. Um, I'm I'm barely holding it together at this point, y'all. Just, just give me some time. Um, but there are so many good character designs and so many. I mean, I just, I really never thought about the future until I saw this movie because there are so many books that are in the future. I just never really thought about, like, the future because I've read so many futuristic books, you know? I mean, I've never really thought about, like, which one could actually happen, you know? I mean, they could all happen, but, you know? Um and you know, just some of the character designs in general. I mean, they were just really hilarious. Me and my friend could not stop laughing. And my other friend who actually read the books, he's older though, like, so he's more advanced at reading than me, because you know, (laughs) duh. And he's read the books, and he was really excited to see the movie. So when me and my friend could not stop laughing, he was like, he was shushing us like so much. Him and he would lean over and he'd be like, shh, this is an important part. And, oh my gosh, that that just made us laugh harder, honestly. Um, and there was this one scene where, it was at the very beginning, where they got this shot of, um, three women in black, um, cloaks by this cliff, and I was like, welcome to Satan's sacrificial circle, prepare to die, like, because it's just the mood of this movie. It's so calm, so chill, and I just, I don't know, just something about it, you know? Um, but yeah... I really enjoyed this movie overall, it was like, um, out of 1 out of 5 or a 10, it was like, it was like a, no, 3, I do it 1 out of 3, right, I'm pretty sure, yeah, um, I guess it would be like a 2, a 2 point, like a 2.9 or like a 2.8 out of 3, because the premise was just so hard to understand it was so incomprehensible, and I just didn't know what was going on, I was like, why are there different houses, you know, why is spice the big thing, and, um, I guess it was just spice was like the key ingredient over the years, but it just didn't really make sense to me, I just wish more things were explained, but, um, anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening, and have a great day.